Hello, love. Welcome to Floating on a Cloud podcast. It is the feeling you get when you are connected to your divine guidance. Sarah Sparks interviews guests to share their story on how listening to their divine guidance positively changed their life for good. Let's make listening to your divine guidance an everyday occurrence. Lola, welcome back to Floating on a Cloud podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Sparks, and today we're chatting with Tanya Alberti. Uh, she is a soul coach and relationship manifestation expert. Oh my goodness, you're going to love her. Her mission in life is to help those who struggle with an internal sense of chronic not enoughness reconnect to their divine nature and fully embrace their authenticity in order to show up in the world as their best in the highest self so they can attract the soulmate relationship they have been longing for. Mm-hmm. You've, you've been there. Yes? No. <laughs> it's the story of my life. That's <laughs> the reason why I, this is what I do. <laughs> it's like, uh, this is why I'm an expert here, friend. <laughs> yes, it's because I've lived it. <laughs> same like when people are like oh so you teach me some type of divine guides I was like yeah spent years not so I'm I'm an expert on how to <laughs> right right yeah my purpose is to keep you from having to do all the crap that I had to do <laughs> for sure well let's jump in and share a bit about your story Tanya yes well of course I um grew up in a what I would call a religious home like I grew up in the south so born again Christians right And I was always of this belief that um, some of this was instilled from my family, my family of origin, of course, Um, beliefs and family get passed down. And um, I came from a family where my my father in particular was very um, much perfectionist and was kind of um, fat phobic. So I learned at a very early age that in order to be um, worthy of love and appreciation and attention and affection from my family, that I had to be more than, right? So I had to be skinny or I had to be achieving or I had to get good grades, right? And I internalized that, right? It's not, I'm not blaming my parents, but I internalized that and signed meaning to that as in I am not enough or I'm somehow broken. I'm somehow not worthy. So that started to show up in an eating disorder when I was like 11 and that perpetuated for decades. And it also showed up a lot primarily in my relationships because I found that I was always seeking a relationship to fulfill that need for love. And that I was not enough unless I was in a relationship that made me feel like I was enough. So I wasn't able to source that from myself. So consequently, that went on for years of obviously disastrous relationships and codependent relationships and abusive relationships and relationships that were continuing to show me that I'm not lovable, (laughs) you know? So it wasn't until really my spiritual awakening that I started to step into the sense of really who I am as a divine being and and establishing that connection with source and realizing that I am the source of love because I am love. That is who I am and where I come from. So learning to love myself and then doing those things over the years to heal that wound um, led me to attracting better and connecting with a healthy love relationship in my husband because I am now attracting what I am, not what I think I just want, right? So relationships are mirrors. 
and everything is just projecting back to you, your own projections of your own belief about yourself. So that's what I was doing. Yeah. So a couple of points that I, w- I want to point out. So I, I, do you work with people who are already, so you are, you said, obviously I was in these relationships that were horrible, but do people realize that they are in bad relationships because they are not, they, they believe they're not like, do, is it obvious to them that no. they are seek okay and, no. and like because that's like huge I feel like that's why I'm pointing it out was like knowing oh my gosh I am seeking enoughness I'm I'm seeking something from somebody else I'm seeking a need from somebody else to fulfill instead of fulfilling it within myself and then that is attracting it to I, I mean that that's like a huge like shift right. in our own mindset do you find that people are there already when they're, no. when they're, no, <laughs> no, not at all, <laughs> which is why, which is why part of how, um, I find that I resonate with people when I'm reaching out to people who might want to be in my space and in my world and my energy, I come from the space of most people do not understand that because if they did, they would already be doing the internal work. Mm-hmm. Or they would already be making steps to do that internal work. So most people, I would have to say 95% of the people that come into my world are not fully aware of that yet. They think they just want the relationship. All they see is why do I have all these bad relationships one after another? Why can't I find love? Why can't I find that love story that you always see on TV? You know, all this stuff. This is what I want. Why can't I have it? What's wrong with me? And that's usually the place where I find people. So my purpose usually, like when I talk to people is like, Hey, do you want to get out of this pattern and cycle? Let me show you why, right? Mm -hmm. Let me show you why this is. And it has nothing to do with the fact that there are no good ones left. It has nothing to do with the fact that, you know, that that doesn't exist. That kind of love doesn't exist because that's not true. It does exist. The problem is, is what are you attracting? And I think a lot of people with the law of attraction get wrapped up in that. Okay. This is what I want. So if I just keep saying what I want, what I want, what I want, the universe will give it to me because I'm focusing on what I want. But what they don't realize is you don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. And we have so many subconscious beliefs about ourselves that tell us that we are, you know, we're programmed to believe things from birth because we are veiled, right? When we come into this existence as a human being, we don't recognize that we are divine. You know, we go through these conditionings and family stories and society stories and all these cultural stories and things that tell us that we are something that we're not. So we have to uncover all that stuff and recognize those beliefs for what they are as just tricks of the ego, right? They're just tricks of the ego mind. So when you start realizing that, which most people don't until they come to me, and then we start uncovering all these patterns and beliefs about, hey, this is not true about myself. So how can I heal this and and embrace what is true so that I can start loving myself? Because when I start loving and uncovering all those unhealed aspects of myself and start loving those pieces of me, then I do step into that, that connection with source and that realization of who I truly am. And when I realize that I am divine love, then I start attracting that. It just starts showing up. It just happens. Yes. And it does. It usually happens when we least expect it. Quote unquote. Right. You know that, that and it's like, oh, because I'm not expecting it. I'm not wanting exactly. it more. I'm just being it. And so that's when it just shows right. up. You have to be it. And that's what, that's what people I find have the hardest, difficult time understanding is you have to be what it is that you want. So when, you know, and even when people listen to Abraham and things like that, they get confused about what does it mean to be in the vibration? How do I raise my vibration to love 
so that I can attract love? Well, it's by becoming the person that you want. It's becoming that within yourself to attract that in your life. So, yeah. <laughs> and the other, I have, I wrote down here, I am love. I mean, I don't think that, I mean, do when people come to you, do they realize the amount of work that it's going to take? Or are they going to be like, like she's like the magic genie that's going to help wave the magic wand and the man man or woman will just appear or the person or whatever we're right. calling I think I think and... initially I think initially they're like oh you know where's the band-aid where's the quick fix <laughs> you know but when we start getting into it usually around you know when I talk to people and I explain to them that working with me one-on-one really is a deep dive it's, it's typically a six-month process at least sometimes more depending on how wounded they are right? And, and how much understanding they have of their divine nature. And some people come very, very fresh into a spiritual awakening and they're like starting at scratch. So it really depends on the level of where they're at in their understanding. But most people, it's anywhere from a four to six month journey. And then they're like, oh, like right around week four, they're like, oh, this isn't, oh, because then you start seeing all the things, all the stuff starts coming up and you're like, oh, I didn't realize this was there. And yeah. oh, I didn't realize I had to fix this. Or I didn't realize that this, is, and all the light bulbs start going off and you see it in that. They're like, oh. <laughs> yes. It is usually between week three and four for me and the clients that I work with that there is a major shift. I know, oh shit happens. Not just a yeah. no shift. Like it, it either catapults them forward or they go running and screaming the other direction. <laughs> it's between three and four. So I'm like, stay with me. You're good. Keep it going. I know, that's what I say that all the time too. <laughs> I'm like, just trust me. Just just hang in there with me. Trust me. <laughs> You're going to get there. You just have to realize it takes time, you know, to recognize these things, right? Yeah. It takes a little bit of time. And, and when, when you start scratching the surface, all of a sudden it all starts bubbling up. And, you know, and then people are like, oh. <laughs> Oh, I know. I mean, that, that, that takes me back to when I first, I hired my first spiritual mentor and she, within like the first session uncovered my core limiting belief. And it was, I'm not accepted. Holy buckets. I was like, and, and like, when was that the first time that, that I like took on this belief? Oh my God. I mean, I was like, uh, my whole life. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, that manifested in that relationship and that relationship and that job and that job and oh my god it was that way on the playground like those friendships I was like oh snap (laughs) right I know and it's pervasive and that's the that's the really beautiful thing about it is that once you recognize it it's not just the the relationship aspect everything falls into place because it that belief affects everything so that sense of unworthiness or I'm not lovable or I don't have power or I don't deserve, you know, whatever that core wound is. And there are, sometimes there's many, right? Some people it's more than one and whatever that core wound is, it's not just manifesting in your relationships because we are, you know, everything in our reality is, is a projection of what we believe. So that, that ties into everything and it ties into your abundance and it ties into your, your work life, your family life, your home life, your relationship, with your friends, and it ties into everything. So that's the beautiful thing about it is once you start realizing these and healing these things and really stepping into the fact that yes, you are love, everything just sort of falls in place, you know, and everything just starts flowing and, you know, you have more synchronicity in your life and you have more, more things just showing up in your life. And people are like, oh, well, 
I had to focus so hard on manifesting this one thing, this one thing. And I'm like, really, if you just do the inner stuff, do the inner stuff, everything just kind of happens. It does. <laughs> and, I mean, and I love that you put it. It's that way with business as well. On, yeah. From what I mean, it's that way with everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weight loss, holy balls, even like <laughs> everything. All right. So do you attribute your success to listening to your soul, your divine guidance? A hundred percent, a million percent, <laughs> because I, um, I, as, as by nature, as have always been very, um, logical left brain. And I grew up like immersed in science and rationality and logic. And I was very much like, I was a nurse for a long time. And I had degrees, I have a degree in psychology and I have a degree at you know, in biology, I was very focused on, you know, the science and the nature of things and logic. So I was always in my head, like with my business, thinking about what's my strategy, what's my next move, you know, which is fine because that's masculine energy and that's needed, you know, strategies and tools and things like that. But that was like hundred percent where I was coming from. And it wasn't really until I started working with you and I started realizing, okay, I knew I was intuitive. I knew I had a connection because I discovered through my spiritual awakening that I had an ability to speak with spirit through mediumship and through channeling. So and I'm clear audience primarily. So hearing spirit. So I knew that was there, but spirit was always telling me, get out of your head, get in your heart, get out of your head, get in your heart. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I need to do this and I need to, <laughs> and I need to work on this. I need to get this done. I need to, I need a program and I need a strategy and I need a website. And I need all these things. And it really wasn't until, like I said, after working with you, I started realizing, okay, wait a minute. This is not just uh, when I wake up in the morning and have spiritual practice thing. This is an all day thing. It's a 24 seven thing. It's a 24, my spiritual growth, my relationship to the divine is a 24 seven thing. And it's not just in a box for when I have my spiritual practice in the morning, right? I need to be all day connected to my soul and all day connected to that guidance so that I, I know what steps to take because I think in my brain, you know, my ego mind thinks it knows what's best, right? And it thinks it's gonna be like, okay, yeah, here, do this. I'll do this. You know, and then you get into the traps of, you know, the, the, the doing of things and the comparing that the comparisonitis of, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. And, oh, this person is so successful. Maybe I should follow them or maybe I should, do, you know, as opposed to if you just sit back and chill and let your soul lead you, you're automatically going to be led to do what, what needs to happen for you to be successful anyway. So, I mean, <laughs> it's so simple, but yet it's not easy, right? Because it's like, you have to train yourself. Yeah. to do it. Like I had to like, really like it, it, that again, is like in all things, it's not just in business. It's in, what am I eating today? What am I wearing today? How, what, what am I going to say to this person? Let me, let me check in before I speak. Let me check in before I react. Let me check in before I make a program, before I make a call, before I, you know, it, it becomes everything, you know, <laughs> but it takes practice to do that because we're not by nature doing that. We're so used to just like going with what our mind is saying. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, but I feel like you answered it. Why is leading with your soul and being your soul important to you? But I feel like after that, it yeah, because it is it's who definitely. you are. That yeah. is who you are. It is your divine being. That is you. Like, and when a lot of the things of what I talk about when I speak to my clients and stuff is about being fully authentic, because I used to be the kind of person that was like, who do I have to be in order to make you love me? Who do I have to be in order to make you feel that you're attracted to me? So I was always trying to be something I'm not. Right. I was always trying to be 
maybe not as loud because I'm very loud and talk to boisterous. So I'm like, oh, let me rein that in, you know, because maybe you don't like that. Or maybe I have to dress a certain way or wear my hair a certain way or behave a certain way or pretend to like things because you like things, you know, because then you'll like me and then you'll want to be with me. So I had to discover that it's really the true authenticity of, of my divine being that source created me for a reason that I am a unique expression of the divine for a reason I am meant to be myself. So when I'm authentically myself as that divine being, which is my soul, when I allow my soul to express through me authentically and not hold anything back and not try to be something I'm not, that that not only is, is how everything just is like in flow in life, but that's, again, it ties back to attracting that relationship you want. That's the best match for you because you're being you, you're being that authentic expression of you. So living as your soul is everything. It's everything. I said that to my husband, Greg, once I was like, listening to your divine guidance, listening to, to your soul, being your soul is everything. And he, he always likes to like, like, uh, what is it? Devil's advocate. Like, well, I wouldn't say everything. I was like, really? Like, if you <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere and you need to get back to where you could literally ask your soul, you can ask for divine guidance and it could save your life. Like, I was like, or you need water. Okay. How much water do I need? Exactly. <laughs> But that's exactly right. It it literally is everything. It is everything. It is your authentic expression. And if you realize, like, when you have that aha moment that my authenticity is what I'm meant to be, is is how the creator designed me to express the divine creation. So being that is like the best way to be in service to the divine by being what I'm meant to be. You know, so how can I want to be anything other than it's almost like when you're trying to be something else, it's kind of like, okay, God, sorry, what you decided me to be isn't enough. I need to be something else. That is um, what I refer to as I walked away from myself. And I know the exact moment that I did that and or I abandoned myself Mm -hmm. and self and I abandoned. I did not at all trust God's source, creator, spirit. Divine. Right. But I think, I think we're I did not trust program not to. Yeah. Right. So it just is yep. like, and I, then again, then I stepped into that realization and then I started beating myself up. Oh, I should be, I should be, I'm a spiritual person. I should be this. I should not have to struggle with this. I shouldn't have yeah. to deal with this anymore. <laughs> and that's the whole other ball of wax. Because then <laughs> spirit had to gently be like, it's okay. It's okay. This is part of your experience. This is part of the experience. There is no bad experience. This is just you learning. This yeah. is just you learning to surrender. This is just you learning to let go of the ego. <laughs> all, all of December, Spirit was like, your only job is to surrender. Yep. The faster you surrender, Sarah, the more success you'll have. <laughs> Multi-five-figure yeah. month came in because I surrendered. 100%. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> and, and Spirit's like, 2023? All you're to do is be in partnership with me. Surrender partnership. There's no more I doing this shit. It is we. And I'm like, all right. I now know to listen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not stubborn about this. Nope, not at all. <laughs> I know, exactly. And that's the beautiful thing. You listen and that, that amazing stuff happens. It just happens. And the, the thing is, is that when you catch yourself falling back into a trick of the ego, like... Like even just now in full disclosure, I'll be hundred percent honest with you. This is just exactly what happened when you said that, that immediately triggered a response within my ego of a little bit of comparisonitis and a little bit of jealousy. 
So when you take those moments and you don't make yourself wrong for it, but you recognize it and love that part of yourself that's still unhealed, and you can transmute that energy into, okay, this isn't what's true. What's true is this is abundance is, is our nature. This is everyone's nature. It's not that you're better than me. It's not that you have more than me. It's not that God wants you to have more than me or that I'm not enough. And this is that trigger. It's a trigger. And if you allow that trigger to sit there and fester into the thoughts and you start paying attention to those thoughts without learning to say, okay, this is just my ego mind and it's okay. So ego, that's not true. Settle mm -hmm. down. You're fine. You know, what's true? What is true? Let me focus on what's true. What's true is that I am abundance, that I am the source of abundance because I am part of source and source is nothing but abundance. The universe is nothing but abundance. So how can I be anything but that? Mm -hmm. And I just have to get out of my own way and surrender. Oh, I hear you, sister. I still need to. <laughs> it just, just because it happened in December, I still am like, oh shit, how did I do that? Oh, oh hold on. Let, let me create a strategy around what I did. <laughs> It's like, oh, my Lanta. <laughs> I and I think that's what's so funny because I think people, when, when, especially when they start to see you as a spiritual teacher or a leader, they think that you don't have struggles anymore. They think that you've got it. Like you've got it all made and that everything just happens. And I'm like, no, no, I still work with my mentors. I still am doing my own internal work because I don't think we're ever fully healed until we transition. Like, I don't think we're ever fully healed. Like, I think we have a better handle on things. You know, we move through a series of elevation, elevations because we are always expanding our consciousness, right? So there is no finish line. We're always expanding. I mean, source is about always expansion. I mean, the universe is still expanding. So we are always going to learn more and grow more. So there, you know, when people get hung up on this, oh, when I have, when I finish, when I cross that finish line, when I make that money, when I get that relationship, everything's golden. No, because you're always going to want more. There's always going to be expansion. There's always going to be more to learn. There's going to be more to uncover. You know, so just enjoy the ride, continue to surrender, recognize for what it is. Don't make yourself wrong, recognize it. Don't judge it, transmute it and keep going. Yes. Easier said than done, but <laughs> I make it sound easy, but you know, because on the daily, I'm like, dang, I'm judging again. Dang, I'm being critical again. Dang, I'm being, I'm like, okay, wait, stop. Well, for this new moon, I was literally like, all right. And I mean, this is going to be aired later on, but I'm the new moon I did like this on, on Saturday I was like the thing that I released is like judgment <laughs> judgment of myself and others yes <laughs> I know it is like so it can be so subtle it can be so subtle like I caught myself yesterday we went out because my husband's from Buffalo so he's a huge Buffalo Bills fan and they were in the playoffs football everybody would watch football so we went out and we went to this place, this little tiki bar. It was super cute. And as, as people were walking in, I caught myself periodically being like, oh my God, what is she wearing? <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> that is me. She is me. I'm judging myself. <laughs> and I'm like, that is so stupid. I'm like, okay, judgment. Okay. Thank you spirit for that. Let me recognize where I'm still feeling judgment and separate. Why I still am looking and seeing separateness, you know? That's my big thing lately is where are all these places I still feel that's like I'm separate, you know, like God is somewhere out there. No, it's, it's everywhere around me. I am it, you know, so it's not this you're here. I'm here. There is no separation. So that, that constant reminding myself. So that's the one thing that I'm dealing with right now all the time. Yeah. Well, so what is your practice around that? That helps you to tune in to divine guidance. 
Yeah. Well, I really, I used to have to make myself sit down and meditate for a length of time, but as I've progressed now, it's just a moment of getting quiet. So when I wake up in the morning, I, I really like to spend time in gratitude. I will sit and just meditate on silence and meditate on I am and, and really have that connection and allow spirit to speak through me. And then, you know, I'll, I like to do some, um, you know, journaling or maybe some, like, I like to connect in through music. So I'll do some, like, where it's prayer or praise, or just kind of like be in the energy of divine love. And then I will just, um, kind of go about my day and I'll sit down and be like, okay, what do I need to, I need to bang out for my day. What do I need to, where, where can I serve? Where do I, where do, what do people need to hear? Right. So I'll check in with spirit before I go to post something or before I go to make an email or before I go to make, um, you know, uh, go live on Instagram or do any kind of program or anything, I will check in and I have my notebook and I'll write down and I will just allow the spirit to speak and I'll just take my notes and write down. So I just check in periodically over the course of, you know, and am I perfect at it 24 seven? No, you know, cause I get wrapped up in my day sometimes and I'll have to be like, okay, stop center, check back in. So I actually started setting alarms on my watch to go off every hour to remind me to stop and pause and check back in and be like, okay, let me just for 30 seconds, pause and connect with I am. And I let that move me forward. So. Yeah, you, I love that practice. (laughs) (laughs) It's helpful because otherwise I find myself busy being and not doing or busy doing and not being. Yeah. Yeah. So what final advice do you have for us tuning in today? Advice. Don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> Don't be so hard on yourself. It is a journey. Um, and, and consistency is key and, and loving yourself, like really loving those places of yourself that you don't want to look at, you know, those places where, oh my gosh, I'm critical and judgmental. And we tend to push that away. We tend to push it down and pushing it down. Isn't doing you any favors. What you need to do is, is look at it, love it and transmute it, transmute that to love energy because none of us are perfect right? And it's designed that way. We're designed this way for a reason. So it's to help us understand who we are by seeing who we're not. So if you can look at that, love it, allow that energy to transmute, however you choose to do that, whether it's offering it up to the divine, giving it to the angels, transmuting that energy and accepting that within yourself, the more you do that, the quieter the ego becomes, the quieter that happens. And the the more you can be in that continual place of just I am presence. And the more you do that, the easier it gets and the easier it gets because you build that momentum, right? Yes. Let's all take a deep breath there. Yes. I love it. What is the best way to connect with you, Tanya? Well, I am primarily living on Instagram. I am working on building a Facebook group. So that's my new venture, but that's not, I have a Facebook group now, but I'm changing and reworking things. So right now, primarily on Instagram, you can find me there. It's at I am underscore Tanya Alberti. So I primarily live there, but um, right. my website is tanyaalberti.com. All right. You can connect with her. I'll put those in the show notes and you can click and connect with Tanya. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Amazing. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning into this episode. For more information about the guest and how to listen to your divine guidance, please click on the episode description. So much love to you. See you soon. Mm-hmm.